Hi, everybody. This is Lori Weaver. And welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, Day 184. It's now been, believe it or not, six years, 10 months, and 28 days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. Though I have to admit, for this last almost, I don't know, nine months or so since I last put out a show, these chips have been calling my names. If I had some chips in my cupboard, they were calling my name. And in all honesty, I say, think that at this moment, I'm probably heavier than I was when I was doing show number one. Not the heaviest I've ever been in my life, but heavier than I was. But strangely, it's not the focus of my attention at all. I have to tell you honestly, I live in California, in Southern California. This is the very last day of 2020. Happy New Year! And that is such a good thing. This year has just been such a roller coaster for the world. And here in California, things are not good in this last day of 2020. Hospitals are full. The pandemic is really out of control. And I just have to ask you sincerely, if you have some doubts, if you have some doubts about COVID and what a great thing it is to maintain your social distance, to stay at home when you can, to wear a mask when you're out and about, I'll tell you, it is really bad. This is real. I feel so sorry for my friends who are in the health industry and have had to see this firsthand and all the people that we know that have been impacted by this. It is truly, truly terrible stuff. So for me, Mark and I will be getting vaccinated the minute that we can. <laughs> we definitely will get vaccinated for this. We believe in wearing our masks for ourselves and to protect our neighbors and our loved ones. We've had friends who have COVID that are asymptomatic, absolutely surprised, and they got tested because of contact tracing. But the fact that you don't have a symptom doesn't mean you can't give it to someone who is then going to die or have long-term effects. So all I could say, BCs, is whatever your belief or political bent, please, I'm begging you, <laughs> please, do your part as best you can to help your neighbors and help yourself. Give money if you can. Wear your mask. Help out. Volunteer if it's safe. Call somebody who's stuck at home. Check in on them. Invite them to Zoom. You know, I have to say, I could have done better to keep up with you guys. I have been in such a funk this last year. I've had like some really great things happen and some really crap things happen. Like everyone else, I've been going a little bit ding dong here with so much lockdown and having to be careful. And I'm so fortunate. Because, as you all know who've been listening to the show, I've been pursuing voice acting as a career for quite some time. And because I have a home studio and because I'm connected to really fast internet, I've been fortunate and able to do some work from home, to audition from home, to do some work from home. It's It's been a blessing. 
And I've also got a little bit of guilt over that. Like, it's like, why, why should I be so lucky? You know, when people are just losing their way of being able to make money and it, it's just unfathomable, unfathomable, you know, like friends that are in the entertainment industry, you know, on live events and things, all that's disappeared. Now in Hollywood, they're starting to do some production again. And it means like getting COVID tests every single day. It means going through all kinds of things, trying to stay safe. And even then some productions continue to get shut down because the COVID gets in. And for some people, it's deadly. It's not fun. And the restaurants and the hair salons and the, and the various businesses that need to really shudder or, or hold back to try to flatten the curve in order to let the hospitals keep the supplies and the personnel because our health workers are just exhausted and they're sick themselves and dying themselves. And it is just so tough. It's hard to be cheerful. And I think part of why I haven't done other shows uh, before now in the pandemic is I've been so sad and angry and frustrated with a lot of what's going on. I didn't want to add to anyone's burden. You know, I, I honestly didn't. I didn't know what to say. I wanted to just swear all the time and just be angry all the time. In fact, this is the third time I've tried to start this show because I just had too much of the F word in it. <laughs> it's not really my brand nor my intention because I like to, I want to be honest with you, but I also like to be a support, you know, a helpful voice in hard times, not another screaming, ranting voice in hard times, you know. And so, like I talked to Mark about it a lot, I said, oh, I need to do a show, but I just, I, I can't be real and not scream. <laughs> I can't be real and not just cry or be upset or just, I didn't think I had something helpful to say. Oh, I think with the, the 2021 just around the corner, I'm feeling a little bit more hope. And to try to start the new year on a little more positive note, here's some good things in my life and Mark's life. Uh, one of the cool things is the video game I was in was released. It's called Trials of Mana. So you can find that. And if you play that game, <laughs> you will hear me as various characters. One is a cute little pink cat named Josephine, which I really liked. Even though I'm an arms seller for some reason, you buy your weapons from this cute little cat. There's also a few other characters in that one. One of my first voiced coaches, David Babich, he did a movie, a little short movie that he put in to contests and things during the pandemic. And he wrote me and said, hey, how would you like to be the 911 operator, the voice in this movie? I'm like, okay, great. So that was kind of fun. That was my first movie role. And I got to be a 911 operator voice. And I got to do some, a project I really like that I can't tell you about yet. And I think partly due to the pandemic, part to the fact that I did have a home studio that I was cast in that. And that was a really fun project. And I also got to 
work via Zoom with a lot of really cool directors and take more classes. Oh, and I actually wrote an animated pilot. I mean, I wrote something just for the fun of it. I took a class on writing for animation. I thought it would help my acting, but I found out that that was something I really enjoyed. And so I'm working on my writing a little bit more. And that was kind of a blessing. And Mark and I finally decided to fix our roof. And while we were doing that, we got solar, which is a really great thing because we have the Tesla batteries that it's, it stores up the electricity for us. So, you know, we have such a fire season or wind season or a lot of reasons why the city needs to cut the electricity off for a while. And when that happens, we still have the lights on because of these batteries. So it's really, really kind of fun and cool. And that was a neat thing that we did in this last year that I don't know if we weren't home all the time, <laughs> if we would have thought to do that. So that's pretty cool. And like I told you, Mark and I are fine right now physically. We exercise when we can. The cats, Gracie and Tiger, old cats though they may be, they're still alive and so far, knock on wood, doing okay and enjoying our company. So far, we've been able to try to maintain connections with our friends and family, though it's much harder since we really can't get out to see anybody. We've done some drive-by visits, literally driving in our car <laughs> by convertible. We've had to have the AAA out several times because it's so many months between starting it that the battery dies. Finally, we got a portable battery charger so that we could go out and charge the battery. And so now once a month, we go drive down to Burbank to wave at my friend to at least have some place to drive to recharge the battery. So all in all, Mark and I feel very, very fortunate. And as a matter of fact, Mark was doing so well because, you know, he used to be the disgruntled one. He used to be kind of the frowny faced one and I'd be the cheerful one. But he's really been dealing well with this pandemic and has actually, for him, he's dropped some pounds, increased his fitness and increased his zen. So I asked him if he wouldn't mind saying a few words and, and recording some stuff for you on this show. So here you go. And now, live from my guest room studio from La Crescenta, it's Mark Weaver and his thoughts on how to not go crazy in a pandemic political year. Here's Mark. Well, you can't take yourself too seriously. And you have to be kind to yourself. And you have to be kind to others. And you have to realize that every once in a while you're going to lose it. But, you know, you have to try to, you know, have mechanisms to get yourself back in track. So what are some of your mechanisms? Uh, meditation, exercise. I, you know, pay attention to Facebook, but I don't watch any of the negative stuff. I watch like the koala bears and and people that, you know, pictures of flowers and landscape pictures and train pictures. Just just anything that's different from what I see on the, you know, news and in the multimedia. <laughs> That's a good idea. Plus, I enjoy all those cute koala bear pictures. Oh, yeah. Koala bears are really cute. The other 
good thing, I think, in the pandemic is our cats are so happy. These cats are going to be so unhappy when we can leave the house again. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, whoa, you left for five minutes. How did the company did that? It's like, yeah, they're, they're not, they, we used to go all kinds of places, which I really miss. So, you know, there's good things about staying at home and there's bad things about staying at home. And I would prefer to, you know, be able to, to not have to stay at home so much, but it kind of is what it is. And I'm very, very grateful that we do have a nice home with a nice garden that I can go into and enjoy the outdoors a little bit. Now, I've told you guys before, like, I have a black thumb, like, I kill plants, but I've been helping Mark keep the house plants alive. And I also got some bulbs to plant some tulips in the outside. And somehow I think working with these plants helps. So even if you are stuck in an apartment, if you can even get like one little plant to try to take care of, it might help. I, I don't know. I, I find it amazingly therapeutic given how hard it is for me to keep plants alive. Yeah, I really enjoy looking at the plants. I mean, as soon as I get up and walk down the hallway, they're actually in our hallway on the second floor. And uh, there's quite a few of them. Since I can't talk to my friends in person, I go talk to the plants. Like, well, hello, Mr. Rubber Tree. How are you doing today? And I just talk to these plants. <laughs> I heard that you're supposed to, but I swear some days I feel like they're talking back. <laughs> You know, that's it's kind of like we're going crazy. We think, but the, yeah, some days the plants seem to be happier than other days. You know, so I, you know, but they don't worry about any of this outside stuff. So all they have to do is sit there and absorb the sun and and listen to us, which maybe they get tired of. Yeah, maybe the days that they're drooping is when we're up there complaining <laughs> about the different things that are happening in the world. You know. And stop around. They're like, what's with you? I mean, I'm the one with dry roots here. I know. Get a clue. <laughs> I know. I, these damn humans are so selfish. And the cats are truly happy to have 24-7 lap privileges. <laughs> to these cats, this is the best thing that's ever happened in all their lives. They got mommy and daddy at home all the time. And boy, let me tell you, when it's cat o'clock, forget sleeping in. <laughs> no, they have their own agenda, so you either follow it or else. But they're also, you know, they're old cats. They're old. And so, like, sometimes they do things like they barf up a hairball on my Chinese rug, and I find myself wanting to just, because I'm so stressed from the world, and I just want to explode. Oh, how dare you? You're barfing on my rug. I just, and then I think to myself, what if something happened to one of these cats? How much money would I pay to have this? mess to clean up again and i go like oh so you made a mess on the chinese rug come here let me pet you as i go get the stuff to clean the mess but i think that this is my biggest lesson in life is to try to stop getting so upset over these little things 
and try to look at the bigger picture, try to look at the things that I really care about, like Mark and my family and my friends and you guys, (laughs) you know? I really wish I'd kept my connection up better with you guys, and I'm sorry that I didn't. So hopefully I'll do a little better in future. Yep. (laughs) I told Mark not to just say yep. Yep, you did. (laughs) Didn't you want to talk about your new meditation? I have a few meditations I've done before that I found very helpful at tuning out the the static and, and, and being more grateful and not taking myself too seriously and not actually even taking other people too seriously. I mean, basically, you know, trying to understand them if you can, but sometimes you're not going to be able to understand other people, and that's okay. You just have to, like, you know, learn how to deal with that. So the meditation really helps me. So, we've been here, as I'm sure you've been there, (laughs) and life has definitely changed for all of us. So, we would love to hear from you if you want to feel like your voice needs to come out into the world. Call the Bravery Hotline or send us an email. We're going to try to get caught up with the comments that have come in since last show. I can't promise that I'll get to every single one of them, but I will do my very best. And we would like to hear from you because your voice does matter. Yeah, and i just like to tell you all, please take care of yourselves. Please be kind to yourself. Cut yourself a lot of slack. And please cut other people a lot of slack. And it will be good for you. And it would be good for me, too. Oh, come here. Thanks, Amy. Well, I hope you enjoyed our take on plant therapy and other means for surviving this COVID experience. Um, I, I actually very much appreciate that Mark came in here and recorded because he's so open with you guys, but he absolutely hates to record. I mean, he hates to It'd be like, hey, honey, you want to record something for the show? And he's like, oh, okay, if you really want me to. But he does care about you and he loves me. So he does it, and I'm glad he did because I think Mark has some really great wisdom. Another thing I did is last year I had asked you guys to call the Bravery Hotline, and one of the calls was from Donnie. Now this is from last February, so almost a year ago, and I asked her permission via Facebook, hey Donnie, can I still play this call? And it will be interesting for her to see how she was doing almost a year ago. And maybe, Donnie, you can call the Bravery Hotline and update us on how you're doing today. But this was how Donnie was doing with her eating and just life in February of 2020. Hi, Lori and Brave Companions. This is Donnie. It's been a while since I've called. Life is busy. And I listened to your show, and I just, I remembered. I listened to your last show, and I meant to hop on and call or do some foolish fun or something, but I'm telling you, life has just been crazy for me. I just can't seem to get a grip on it, but um, as far as the whole weight, and I've been doing some serious intuitive eating stuff, and the first time I tried it, it didn't work for me, and I was really turned off by it, and I've just been bouncing around and playing about in the whole diet fitness health and 
everybody around me right now is doing Weight Watchers, and I'm like, no, that's I've done that. I've been on that rodeo before, you know, and so I'm trying to avoid that, but I have seriously been putting a lot of energy into eating when I'm hungry, and I've been making a plan every day, like just a plan, a realistic plan, and trying to follow it. I'm making my own plan. I'm not on a diet. I'm I'm writing down the things that I want to eat. I tell you, and I'm I'm really I'm being realistic. There's pizza on my plan. There's tacos on my plan. There's frozen entrees for lunch sometimes, or there's going out to dinner sometimes, or going out to frozen yogurt sometimes. But I am I'm looking at a number on the scale right now that I haven't seen in in a long time, and I feel like. I don't know, and I've been, I had foot surgery a little over a year ago, as you all know, and that really got in the way of things, and I started using that as a crutch, and I got really lazy, I couldn't walk, walking is my love, walking is my joy, in fact, I call it walking, because I used to be a speed walker, and now, like, I can only walk for about 15 minutes, and if I do that three times a day, I pay the price at night. And it's similar to the plantar fascia. I have that too, but I haven't had any problems with that. But it's the same kind of pain and misery. And so I have to really be careful. And I've been trying hard to find something else I love, but I have not been successful with that. Yesterday I got on the elliptical and and I enjoyed it. So that's my, my fire right now. I just wanted to stop by and touch base and say hi and let everybody know I'm still here. I stalked the Facebook page. Once in a while, I put a comment on there. But I tell you, I'm just, my life is just so busy right now. I don't, I don't, I'm not using that as an excuse, as a reason. Usually when I get on Facebook, it's in the line of the grocery store or something, and I'm just scrolling through there. Or like on my lunch, or at work, I'll take like a little 15-minute break or on my lunch break, and I just scroll through Facebook very rarely do I have time to like comment or write anything, but I'm gonna I'm back. I'm I'm gonna be in touch. Like like I said, it, it's not for any reason, and I'm not one of those people that hides the bad or the ugly. I it's just life, but I just haven't had time to post the good, bad, or the ugly. But right now, as in the like the last two to three weeks, I really feel connected to my inner body and just paying attention and. I'm I'm not dieting, like I said. I'm not saying, no, you can't eat that or whatever. But I am being very mindful and conscious of what I'm putting in my mouth. Um, I will tell you I have reduced my sugar intake a lot for a couple different reasons. One, I learned a lot about sugar and inflammation and how your body feels, your joints and such. And, and I'm not really noticing too much of that. I mean, I guess I kind of am because my energy right now is really big. But mostly I, I find that I'm just not craving it as much. Like I'm not, and, and it's also like sometimes I'll eat breakfast and then I want a snack and then I want lunch and then I just am hankering for something and snuffling around to find something. And those kind of urges and cravings are going away. And so, and I've been eating nuts and olives and avocado and things like that. And I feel like that, for one, when you eat more sugar, you just want more sugar and crap. But for two, maybe my blood sugar is more regulated and I'm not having those um, highs and crashes and, you know, maybe my, my blood sugar is really like more on an even keel. But 
I've rambled on quite a long time, and I apologize for that. Maybe, Lori, if you're able to put this in a podcast, you could just put it on super speed where I talk really fast so that it doesn't take up a long time. Anyways, I love you. I love all of you, and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks, Donnie Girl, for sharing that. I hope that you continue to find some peace with the eating, and I hope the chips didn't come after you like they did me during this pandemic. But in any case, I hope that you and your family are doing well and that you're able to maintain connections. And, you know, life has gotten so crazy. I appreciate and thank you for giving the permission to share your story here. And as we go into the next year, I wanted to share a really cheerful song for our dance moment, and it's by Nick Battle, and it's called You've Got This. So, as we open a new chapter into a new year, take care of yourself, look forward with hope, know you've got this, and take care. Because rant or not, I really, 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 really care. I want you to know that you've got this. Nobody tell you any different And this is your world And this is your life So just live it You deserve to be happy Like everyone else But you gotta tell yourself You've got this I want you to know that you've got this No, 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 you've got this yeah, 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 you've got this You've got this And this ain't the end of your world Cause you've got this To every boy and girl I want you to know that Hey, come, hey, but you just got to shine This your life and you got this I want you to know that you've got this Yeah, yeah, you've got this Oh, no, no You've got this 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 You've Everything's gonna be alright Cause you've got this I want you to know that you've got this Look in the mirror, you've got this I can't say it no clearer You, you've got this You can do it, you've got this just stay true cause you've got this You've got this Know that you've got this